Time for some overlooked stocks. George Tillis has some movers that you missed in today's session. It was easy to miss some of the smaller names with big stories out there, but George has found a few of them for us. Hey, George, we're talking porch again. Uh, I'm starting to think maybe, George, you're personally invested in some of these uh, home products, uh, some firsthand, maybe uh, on the ground research, Mr. Tillis. Uh, stock had a big day today, up 19%. Okay, George, I got to jump in because we got to fix your connection there, my friend. 180% revenue growth for Porch, though, is a pretty good start to finding an overlooked stock. All right, well, I'll get Mr. T on the line as we look at stocks here in the aftermarket continuing to firm up. I'm watching Bitcoin right now in the aftermarket to see if it gets any follow through. So far, it's trying to push to those overnight highs of 42, 41.76 is the overnight high for Bitcoin. I'm watching that this, uh, tonight to see if there's any confirmation of today's big risk on move. And we'll also be monitoring futures here in the aftermarket as uh, that epic move is continuing. Uh, now we're uh, touching 14. There it is on the NASDAQ. And uh, we continue to see dollar weakness too, uh, really going into the evening here. Wow. Uh, big time follow through from the closing bell. Uh, gold uh, struggled today, but uh, did manage to grind its way back because bonds didn't freak out after Powell's hawkish tone. We got the 10-year yield moving higher, but just barely and well, well, well off the highs of the session where the bond market firmed up quite a bit. Okay, we got GT on the phone, George. Uh, good afternoon, sir. Tell me about porch, George. You building a new addition to the house? Not in the construction, but they're actually uh, in the uh, home, if you will, services, which include things like home inspections, coordinating uh, movers, like moving companies and so forth. That's another one of their businesses. Real estate services, uh, but basically anything has to do with home improvement. Services, in other words, uh, matching, of course, the home uh, the home buyers with uh, contractors. So they're actually one of the uh, largest uh, uh, online home warranty companies as well. So it's really a business-to-business -business as well as a business-to-consumer based business model. Uh, it does provide these all these verticals when it comes down to new home home services as well as new owners. Uh, but it uh, caters to you know you know new new premium uh, move-ins, maintenance, home home improvement, uh, uh, service provisions for contractors. Uh, and small, again, uh, medium-sized businesses with home buyers. But essentially, hopefully you can hear me, uh, the company is mm -hmm. uh, it's still a growing company. It's relatively new. They actually came in with a little bit better uh, adjusted loss than what was expected. We see the stock of about 20% uh, uh, on the day, respectively. Overall, the company is growing pretty significantly. If you look at uh, top-line sales at the end of 2020, it was around $72 million. In the last year, they're growing about uh, $200 million total sales. So... This is still, uh, again, a pre-earnings-based company. It's generating a pretty significant revenue year-over-year uh, -year business. Uh, but essentially, everything has to do with remodeling, in other words, matching, if you will, the contractors with the new home buyers, and, of course, facilitating other services like uh, setting up your utilities and, uh, and, and then establishing home warranty contract uh, receivables and things of that capacity. This is one of these uh, interesting names. Okay, big top-line growth. Uh and uh, still operating at a loss, though. Market doesn't like that. Right. Been punishing uh, the company uh, pretty uh, <laughs> persistently now uh, for months. So, but uh, I guess as long as that top line growth is there, it's got to 
uh, have something going for it. Uh, it uh, hasn't made new lows since earnings. Uh, so there's that, George. Uh, hey, GT, you got another one for us. Uh, it's a Chinese stock that had a massive comeback today, 28% uh, trip, which is uh, essentially, you know, like a booking over there, right? C-trip. Yeah, in fact, yeah, this is, uh, this is actually one of the largest, if not the largest worldwide, that serves about 400 million users. Uh, it basically offers wow. a suite of travel products and services. Uh, it operates some of the most well-known brands in China. Everything has to do with uh, tourism, leisure, hospitality, civil aviation. Uh, it's basically like a, 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 a trip advisor, if you will, or a, a booking holdings. And uh, overall, uh, you can actually see the stock. It's down about 37% over the last year. It's down you know, somewhere in the, uh, the high single digits, uh, low teens when it comes down to set, uh, performance in the last on a year-to-date basis. But the company didn't report anything today. We know that Chinese stocks have done well based upon potentially now a policy shift from China to be a little bit more favorable towards capital formation and supporting the market as well as, uh, you know, working well with uh, U.S. regulators about some of the concerns about delisting and accounting concerns. But one of the things I did notice about this company is uh, actually a few things. One uh, when it comes down to uh, the sales on a year-over-year basis, it only grew about 9% in 2021. Now, that's okay, but if you look at uh, 2019, it was growing around uh, 33% on a year-over-year basis. The other thing is, is if you look at its total sales relative to where it was prior to the pandemic, it's still about 40% below those sales. But with that said, interesting enough, uh, with about seven billion, seventeen billion in equity, the company has a very healthy balance sheet of about nine billion in cash and cash equivalents. Hmm. Wow. And I think if you look at the uh, net loss for 2021, about fourteen cents, they're expected uh, going forward in Q1 of 2023 to earn about a dollar three. So looking at it on a forward multiple, starting around twenty times forward earnings, which isn't too uh, aggressive or too lofty. Uh, considering that uh, if they do even achieve that break-even sales number that they had in 2019, uh, the stock could certainly uh, continue to run at the upside. Okay, and had been doing better uh, earlier in the year than uh, compared to some of its peers, but eventually broke too, and uh, now today bounces back. Like the details, George, uh, one that uh, sometimes uh, gets overlooked uh, compared to Baba, JD, and the others. Uh, so fits our bill here for overlooked stocks. Thanks, George. Glad we got you there.